Phoenix, you are listening to the GSNI Friendship Circle. Welcome to the GSNI Friendship Circle, hosted by Jill Hauser and Emily Lenore. Welcome to episode 6. This time, our announcements are for the month of August of 2022. Yep, that's right. August is upon us. It's time for back to school and a new season of fun with GSNI. Here we go. You may not know it, but we here at GSNI opened our new season in August. The GSNI activity calendar is back. Registration for fall events opened on August 1st. Winter events for December of this year through February 2023. Registration will begin on November 1st. So make your plans now by visiting our website and clicking on activities. As a reminder, service units and troops should review their rosters to see who hasn't renewed for the 2023 membership year and reach out to those families to encourage renewing now before school starts. Check in with customer care or go to bit.ly slash GSNI Renewal 2022 to find out more about the renewal incentives available for your troop. Hey, do you know a Girl Scout who dreams of being a star? Do you know a Girl Scout who loves being on camera? Do you have a troop or a group that excels at making videos? Presenting the very glamorous. Go bright ahead and be a cookie star in our upcoming virtual cookie kickoff. There are on-air MC opportunities for cadets, seniors, and ambassadors. So MC means master of ceremonies or host. So kind of like Oprah, uh, you get to interview and kind of guide the whole production on camera. You're invited to share your troops 2022 cookie stories in photos and videos. And you can find out more at bit.ly forward slash GSNI cookie star. That's GSNI, all caps, a capital C on cookie and a capital S on star. And just a reminder that Fishing Derby Day is coming up fast. Join us Sunday, September 18th for a day of fishing fun and compete for prizes and trophies. All Girl Scouts, non-Girl Scouts, and families are welcome. You can find out more information at the link bit.ly slash GSNI Fishing Derby 22. Well, if it seems like we were just chatting about this not long ago, it's because we were. A super duper heads up for the very organized. Save the date. Uh, April 29th of 2023, which is a Saturday, is GSNI's in-person annual meeting and recognition event. We are requesting that all GSNI service units keep this date clear of activities so everyone who's interested may attend this all-council event. And the Thin Mint Sprint is coming up again this year, and it will be here before you know it. The 18th annual Thin Mint Sprint will be on September 17th at the Fox River Grove Memorial Library at 8.30 a.m. This timed 5K run or walk will be a neighborhood event and end back at the library parking lot for an after-run party from 9 a.m. to noon. Virtual run options are also available. Visit our website to find out more. And we have some very exciting news about a Gold Award Girl Scout. Recently, GSNI was notified that our own Gold Award Girl Scout, Amelia Humphrey, was awarded a National Scholarship from Girl Scouts of the USA. 
thanks to sponsorship from Insight Global, the Coca-Cola Foundation, and the Kappa Delta Foundation. Amelia will be receiving a $2,000 scholarship and will be recognized as a Girl Scouts of the USA Gold Award Scholarship recipient. Congratulations, Amelia. Way to go. Yeah, that's great, Amelia. Yes, earning your gold award is no small feat. The Girl Scout Gold Award is the highest achievement within Girl Scouts. Only 6% of eligible Girl Scouts, seniors, and ambassadors successfully earned their gold award. GS and I would like to congratulate all our 2022 Gold Award Girl Scouts. Alums who have earned the gold award say it gives them a competitive advantage on a couple of things. So 86% of them have remarked that it gives them an advantage on college applications. Uh, 76% remark that it gives them opportunities on scholarship applications. And 82% said if you list your gold award on your resume, they really feel like that has helped them get a leg up on getting a job, on getting their the job of their choice. So I can kind of remark on that. Um, the reputation of being a Girl Scout and the legacy of, of being a Girl Scout means goes a long way. Uh, there's a lot of integrity and dedication um, known about being a part of the organization. So it's really true. Uh, the best place to learn more about the Gold Award is GSUSA website, and it's a pretty easy one because it's GSUSA.org. Hey, so here is how you can contact us. You can send us an audio recording. It's easy. Just visit our podcast website. You can reach it at bit.ly forward slash GSNI podcast. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash G-S-N-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And look for the message button. Click it and get ready to record. We might even use it on the air. If you're not sure what to say, just try saying your first name and your truth number. You can say, we're listening to the GSNI Friendship Circle. Try it as a whole group. We can't wait to hear from you. You can also email us at podcast at girlscoutsni.org or call our customer care line is 1-844-476-4463 to discover more information about our activities, camp, how to join or renew your membership, visit our website at www.girlscoutsni.org for your daily details and updates about GSNI. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You're, You're listening to the GSNI Friendship Circle at Cat McCormick. close out our summer events, we want to take a moment to reflect and celebrate our friends throughout the council area. Friends, our volunteers, our members, and our staff. We have some interviews for you that we think you'll enjoy. The first one is Emily did this interview and it's with Louise Glan. And Louise has been a Girl Scout for 50 years. Come on, it's the truth. And for 27 of those, she has mentored and led over 250 Mariner Girl Scouts. What are Mariner Girl Scouts, you may ask? Well, you'll have to listen. Listen and find out. Uh, Louise is a delightful interview and you'll be inspired by what you hear. So take it away, Emily. Emily. 
name is Louise Glan. I've been in Girl Scouts 52 years. I presently have a Girl Scout Mariner ship, which is seventh grade through high school. And we're a high adventure group. We go to Alaska every four years and the in-between years where the girls choose another high adventure troop. Um, as far as my service unit, I am recognition chair and I'm on a number of committees that they have started, the cultural committees um, that our council has started. Um, our Marinership goes to different competitions with scout skills like compass and knots and rowing and canoeing. And we do competitions like that about almost every other month. COVID has really taken a bite out of it, but we're hoping to get back to our, our events this summer. And then what is, or how do you get a Marinership? What is the... It's Mariners were officially um, a section of Girl Scouting in the 30s through the 60s. Okay. And I was in it in the 60s, with my, you know, when I was in high school. And um, it was just another faction of Girl Scouts where you did nautical activities and okay. swimming and boating. Now, it's hard when you're landlocked. I was <laughs> lived in Wheaton, Illinois, and we had lakes, and we would do things on rivers, but we weren't on the ocean like a lot of Mariner ships are. Yeah. And we, you know, just go to these competitions, and we practice scout skills and canoeing, and we love to go zip lining. Okay. Um, we, you know, our favorite was Louisville. Um, back in 2017, we did this high adventure trip on the Appalachian Trail, and we stayed in a hobbit house and tree houses, and we kayaked around Chincoteague Island, but um, we did our zip lining underground and our high ropes course underground, so really special. No, this is, um, Louisville was built on limestone mines, and, or is it sandstone? One of them. And so... Uh, Guy bought the underground rights, and he built these: the BMX trail, the high ropes course, and the zipline underground. So it was really cool. We had a good time. And then you said you're also the recognition chair for your service unit. Yes. What kind of things do you do for that? Well, um, our council used to have what we call a free closet, and people would just donate stuff from their houses or before their garage sales or whatever and we could take things from there and so that our meetings once a month for the leaders we could um, have a little roast you know of something to give them for the work they've done or something silly that's happened and then um, at the end of the year we write recommendations for different award pins and and there's a council recognition committee as well that figures those out. So, and I'm on the scholarship committee too, so because I have the older girls. Okay. What has been your favorite? Do you have a favorite memory of Girl Scouts, or can you can you pick out just one for us? It's 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 funny. When I was little, and we were my family would go camping all the time because we couldn't afford to go hotels and that yeah. kind of vacations. So my Girl Scout troop would camp out in my in our leader's backyard. And I remember we were cooking over the campfire mm -hmm. and we were just having eggs and bacon and stuff. And just like, you know, Dr. Seuss, we had green eggs. We have no idea how they turned green, whether it was from the iron in the pans, because we were always using cast iron pans, but I'll never forget the green eggs that we had for, you know, <laughs> it was fun. So yeah, we've had some great memories. Um, I remember with my daughters, both, you know, came up through the ship. And um, they're all grown and have children of their own now. But yeah, it was just, I love it. It's the greatest, you know, organization for women in the world. What do you hope to see for Girl Scouts going forward? 
more opportunities for Girl Scouts to do things and because they are women and they need to have the same type of recognition and advancement you know and with girls especially now with the courage confidence and character you know it's it's great we've had 250 girls go through our ship our it's 27 years old this year and um, we've got kids that are engineers we've got kids who are all walks of life and they come back and they say that Girl Scouts is where they started that's awesome Girl Scout program So next up is our friend from here at GSNI, Beth Metzler. Beth Metzler is a project manager here with GSNI organization, and she helped facilitate and support summer day camps this year. So uh, she chatted with some of our amazing volunteers at our Marianne Beebe Center that's way up there by Harvard, um, which is pretty close to the Wisconsin border. Hello, Wisconsin. She talked to some uh, volunteers. She got some really nice interviews with parents and folks who have been coming to summer camp for a couple of years now because it's so fun. They're really cool to listen to and I think you'll really enjoy them. So let's listen up. So I see, um... We're talking with a volunteer here at Marianne BB Center, and I see that your name is 2.0. Can you tell me about that? Uh, yes, so my real name is Mr. Kurt, okay. Kurt Fassler, uh, parent volunteer, first, uh, first year volunteering here. Uh, after the first day, I was told that a few years ago, they had another dad who was a camp volunteer who exemplified camp spirit, went above and beyond, was enthusiastic, cheerful, made a lot of great connections with the girls, and because I apparently remind them of that gentleman, his name was Rick Dado, I have been dubbed my camp nickname 2.0. Awesome, that is awesome. So I hear that you have an older girl who is a CSA this year and has attended camp, um, but this is your first time volunteering, and what made you decide to volunteer? Um, I have been involved with her troop, um, a little bit for the last few years, uh, jumping in when they need uh, an extra pair of hands, but I've never come to camp before, and she always comes back with great stories, crafts. The uh, the troop or the camp does a great job putting pictures on Facebook, uh, sharing everything they've done. They look, they have a great time, and so I wanted to be part of that. And also, I felt that I really should have been giving back for years past, and but no time like the present. Like. The camp does such a great job. They always need volunteers. They always need staff to help out, to lend a hand. I mean, even a few hours here, a day there would be great. I'm able to give the whole week. So for my own reasons, I wanted to come and I felt the need to give back, to participate, to help make this happen. Okay, so now I'm gonna put you on the spot and will you volunteer again in the future, do you think? Absolutely, 100%. I have been actually informed that I will be coming back next year by Jellybean and Band-Aid Bob, uh, and I don't want to disappoint them. And yes, I'm having a great time so far. I will absolutely be doing this in the future whenever possible. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for helping. You're very welcome. Yeah, so I'm here at Marianne Beebe Center with Osceola Camp, and I have a group of brownies here, and I'm just wondering, are you guys having fun this week? Yeah. Yeah. What are you having right now for lunch? Um, walking, tacos. walking tacos. And what about dessert? Um, rocket. Um, waffle, they're waffle rockets. Waffle rockets. Oh, 
know. They look kind of like um, ice cream cones, but they're with marshmallows and chocolate. Is that right? Yeah. And caramel. Oh, and caramel. Yum. If somebody wants to share their favorite part of camp. Okay, right here. You were first. Uh, I like the desserts. Okay, and what about you? The fun activities? And what about you? Okay, yes? Um, the zip line and the chicken game. Oh, I got to see the zip line. I don't know about the chicken game. Okay, and... That's at the end of the day. Okay, a rubber chicken? We're trying to give it to the boys. So what happens? Do you try and ditch the chicken? We try to give it to the other people through their bin when they're not looking. But if you're caught, uh -huh. you have to take it back. So I would try and put it in our backpacks to try and like go between. Smart. All and, right. Um, at the end of the day, whoever has the chicken has to do the chicken dance, but everyone comes up and turns you anyway. Okay, so it's more yeah. of a fun thing. All right. How do chicken dances It is. Yes, did you have something to share? My favorite thing about camp is the people I'm spending time with. The people you're spending time with? Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, has everyone met new friends? Yeah. yeah. No, because I already know Caroline. Okay. Yeah, guys, have a good rest of the week, okay? Thank you. Bye. Bye. For someone who's never had a girl as a Girl Scout or gone to, sent a girl, one of their daughters to summer camp, what would you say to someone who has no background at all in summer camp? What's the realities of mm -hmm. the camp week? We definitely would love for someone who's brand new to just come, even if they're able to volunteer one day just to kind of see what camp is like. But if they are too busy with the work schedule, um, you know, a day at camp, we try to make sure that the girls have an opportunity to do some badge work that are that's centered around our theme. Um, they have what's called unit time where they do team building activities. Every unit has at least two full-time unit leads, plus three what we call CSAs. They're um, our cadet and senior and ambassador helpers that kind of run activities and really assist the adults. They have an opportunity to do campfire cooking. Each day they get a meal and a, and a dessert that our committee plans out. Um, and then of course, whatever activities uh, we have, archery and crate stacking and zip lining available. So they really do have a very full schedule. We always, um, one question that usually comes our way at the parent meeting is, what's the deal with the cleaning the latrines? And honestly, you know, it is a very simple task, you know, just kind of, there's some bleach and some water that we throw on the floor, um, just kind of wiping the latrines. It's not, you know, it's not the worst thing. Um, our girls are used to it, especially ones that have been here, you know, more than one year. So that's always the one question. Do we really have to clean the latrines? Yeah, it's part of, it's part of Girl Scouts, making every place, uh, um, cleaner, cleaner than, than, it, found it. than yeah. we found it. So, yeah. yeah. So, and for people who also don't have a background uh, with the volunteer-led uh, day camp, how much prep time does this get during the year? Do mm -hmm. you just start in May, and it kind of falls into place, or um, is a lot more involved? So, our volunteer-led camp is usually always um, at the end of July. Uh, the committee, we try to take the month of August off. The one thing we do is we have a recap meeting just to kind of go over surveys, kind of close the books. We do have a little recap meeting, and generally within the next month, we're already trying to think of the theme for the following year's camp. Um, we really meet at least once a month in the fall. 
uh, but then once we get into December, January, we're at least two times a month. And then um, later on, as we get closer to camp, you know, we're doing weekly check-ins, especially during the summer right before camp. So, yeah, um, I don't think people realize how many hours is put in behind the scenes for the committee. And But it is definitely when you're at camp, the hard work pays off when you see the kids having fun, when you're able to post all of the amazing pictures of the kids in their units. Um, so definitely it's worthwhile. Wonderful. Well, thank you for your time. So this episode, I thought we'd do something kind of different and hopefully fun. So I'm going to give you riddles and in those riddles, I'm going to give you the answer to one of them. And the other two, I'm not going to give you the answer to until next time. So you'll have to listen to episode seven to get the answers. So here's the first riddle. A man was walking in the middle of nowhere and it started to rain. He had no umbrella and no hat, but not a single hair on his head got wet. How can this be? So that's riddle number one, and I'm not going to give you the answer to that one. All right, and the next one, here's the riddle. What question can you never have an honest answer to? So that's riddle two, riddle number two, and I'll give you the answer to that next time. And then this is, this is my favorite one, and I will give you the answer to it, so... What is full of lots of holes, but can still hold a lot of water? What is full of lots of holes, but can still hold water? Give you a minute to think. Put on a little thinking music. Okay. The answer is a sponge. Did you get it right? I bet you did. So that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to our guest interviews. And thank you to Beth and to Emily for helping us complete episode six. Um, next month, we're going to be talking, hopefully, with a Girl Scout from the northeast part of our council. And she speaks Cantonese. So we thought it would be really fun to talk to her that she's fluent in Cantonese. She is not Cantonese herself, but she knows the language very well. So it's really fun and interesting. She's really smart and funny, very active girl. So I think you'll love hearing from her. So until next time, make new friends and keep the old. Bye.